Hello, family and friends. I'm honored today to have my good friend, Dr. Rick Barker, who uh, grew up in Tampa, Florida, which is a pretty nice area, now living in Midland, Michigan. So we were joking before the podcast about the weather is very similar in those two states. Ha ha ha, right? <laughs> but one of the things I like about Rick is he knows how to pick because his wife, Amy, is a wonderful person and just as sweet as could be. And, and they have four children and Rick now serves as field ministries coordinator for Dr. Mark T. Barclay Ministries, which is how I met Rick, but also pastored for 25 plus years. And so one of the things we were going to talk about is change. I think a lot of times we struggle with when God you know, has a change in season. So excited to talk about that. Well, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this time with Dr. Rick and just speak through him, thank Father, you, and thank you for lives being changed in the direction from the Lord here. We just thank you for it, love you, and praise you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. You know, Dr. Rick, I just felt inclined to share just a little, before we get started, about one change that God had me go through my ministry. You know, the first ministry that God called me to was a senior home ministry. And it was such a blessing. I still miss it because just the people are so excited for you to come and sing and share the word of the Lord. But unfortunately, the management, like in churches can be, if, if it's a, a deacon-run, board-run church, sometimes, yeah. you know, things are not necessarily what God wants, but what they want, That's right? True. And so this particular nursing home, they basically wanted somebody to come in and tickle their ears. And I heard the Holy Spirit, just as plain as we're talking right now, says, he said, I don't want you to go in there anymore. They want a hireling. He said, I didn't call you to be a hireling. Amen. And I still miss it, you know, but they just wanted somebody to come in there and uh, just, you know, sing to them and tickle their ears. And uh, I did do one minor change, but not, not like you have. And so I want you to kind of share, <laughs> you know, kind of what you, uh, if you want to start out with being born again at four, I admire that part. Yeah, I was, you know, born and raised in church. And just as a kid, my Sunday school teacher shared the gospel with us one Sunday in Sunday school. Wow. And started telling my mom and dad that I needed to be saved. And so on Wednesday night of that week, they took me up to the church. And the pastor, we called him preacher, (laughs) led me to the Lord in a little metal bottom fold-out chair in the choir practice room of Drew Park Baptist Temple in Tampa, Florida. Wow. And spent all almost, well, all my life up until I was 20 years old in that church. Okay. And knew God had put a call on my life because I used to preach to my sister's Barbies from behind a wood console television. Get them saved every week. Um, And uh, felt and really acknowledged that call when I was uh, about 12 years old. Okay. But then you get into your teenage years and and the teenage stupidity kicks in. Yeah. And recommitted my life to the Lord at 21 years of age in a non-denominational, spirit-filled, word of faith church. Wow. And so that was a big change. At 21. Um, At 21. And I still felt some kind of call, but I figured my life, you know, the teen partying was too much for God to use me in, in, in the ministry anymore. Yeah. And came across Romans eleven twenty nine, that says that the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. And in fact, that's become really my life verse. I have it on my tag on my car now, because no matter what you've done, no matter what you've been through, the call is irrevocable. The anointing's not. But the gifts and callings are irrevocable. So I figured it was important for me to stay qualified, to stay in that place where the anointing could remain 
resident and present in my life. And it was through and in that non-denominational church that God opened the door for me to come into the full-time ministry for the very first time. And I became a visitation pastor. Wow. You know, so I we, we had a fairly decent-sized church. And pastor said, go visit all the people in the church in the next 30 days. And so in the first 30 days, I did a, close to 300 visits. And then the next 30 days, I did another 300 and another 300. Oh, and my gosh. That first year, I made close to 3,000 visits. And, you know, just the impact not only on the lives of those who I would go show up at the door, but on my own life in ministry, wow. just begin to solidify and to activate the call. And I wish that were the end of the story in some senses, but there was a lot of change and adversity that has been held from that point to this, and that was nearly 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I want to encourage people that adversity isn't a sign that you've missed God. Because when you you step out to obey and fulfill the call of God, it's not going to be a bed of rose petals and Mm -hmm. rainbows and all the the good things necessarily. You know, Romans chapter 5 is one of the other scriptures that has become really my ministry life verse. And that is, it says that tribulation produces perseverance. Mm -hmm. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope doesn't disappoint. Yeah. And so it's been through various aspects of adversity. You know, we talked a little bit about Amy and I having four children. And the reality is, is in 2014 and in 2015 for her, we both went through the abandonment of our previous spouses. We ended up meeting at a church in 2016. And so this is a, I guess the world calls that a second go around, a second time around. But I'm going to tell you what, God led my steps to her and she became part of a restoration of what the enemy tried to destroy Wow! because through that abandonment through divorce i lost purpose mm-hmm. and i really lost focus yeah. and it put me in a, a really deep dark place of depression where you go back to that place of will god ever use me again mm-hmm. and the beautiful answer is not only will he use you He'll restore to you the years the locusts have consumed. Because I battled for years thinking that really the the revelation, the word of knowledge I was having concerning what was going on in my household wasn't the enemy trying to make me go crazy. It was the Lord revealing to me some things. And I found that out long after the fact. I think the importance of our role is, is that we're sensitive and obedient regardless of what people around us do. We don't let that take us off course or off track. And I remember when I came out of the depression, I called my pastor, Dr. Mark T. Barclay, and I said, Doc, I'm back. And his first words were, praise God you didn't quit. Yes. Praise God you didn't quit. And, you know, it's my prayer through even a podcast like this that maybe somebody needs to hear that you can lose everything go into a place of depression, and if you don't quit, you recover. If you don't quit, you walk into the next phase of the blessing. Wow. I know we've got more to talk about tomorrow, Dr. Rick. That was awesome. Could you, you know, there's probably people out there that want to quit today. If you would, just go ahead and pray for our listeners, please. Absolutely. God, we just thank you 
God, that someone under the sound of our voice today is being prompted and dealt with by the Holy Spirit to not quit or give up. God, we rebuke every attack of the enemy off of their lives. And we speak the restoration, the restoration of life, the restoration of light, the restoration of love, the restoration of grace inside of them. And Father, we thank you, Lord God. The thief is found, and according to Proverbs 6, 30 and 31, he must restore sevenfold. And Father, we declare that restoration, spirit, soul, and body, over each and every one under the sound of my voice today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Dr. Rick. How would people contact you if they have any questions or would like to get in touch with you? They can contact me at rickbarker at mbmmail.com. Fabulous. Well, looking forward to tomorrow. And uh, folks, you can contact our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.